Welcome to The Power Within Her. On this podcast, we're all about seeking self-empowerment to live a life that makes us excited. My name's Megan. I'm a nerdy and super enthusiastic writer and professor with a PhD in English. Together, we'll get intentional by embracing the power of critical thinking and personal growth to achieve those dreams on our hearts. Let's break free of societal expectations, create new stories that serve us, and have some fun with the process of growing into the type of women who embrace the incredible power and potential within ourselves. Are you excited? Let's do this. Hey, hey, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Power Within Her podcast. I'm so grateful that you're joining me today for a juicy conversation (laughs) about recommitting to a goal or a dream that we know in our heart of hearts that we are meant to do. And I don't know if you feel this way, (laughs) but I personally think that recommitting to a goal is often more difficult than initially committing. And I know from a poll that I threw up on Instagram, some of you um, definitely feel the same way, (laughs) right? Because when we initially commit to something, it's new, right? And we've never done it before, so we don't know what to expect. And that can be really freeing. That can also be really scary. (laughs) But I think it's mostly exciting and freeing because we are committing to this thing for a reason, right? So for example, maybe you are committing to a workout program or a personal trainer because you want to pour into your health so that you can manage those family genetics of diabetes and heart disease. Or maybe you are committing to a morning and evening routine because you're a mom and you want to be the best version Um, of you for you but also for your spouse and your kids or maybe you're committing to therapy right now because you've got some places with your mental health where you get stuck and you deserve to heal and you deserve to feel good whatever the thing is that you are committing to right now we are mostly excited (laughs) right because it's going to the thing we want to pursue is going to boost our lives in some way so in other words we are getting something that we want out of our commitment to this goal or to this dream, right? Whether that is personal fulfillment or some sort of growth in some way, healing, like whatever it is, right? We are committing because it brings something good into our lives. So there's a higher reason or there's a higher purpose that we are pursuing this goal or this dream, right? But you and I both know (laughs) that life happens, right? Life happens and things happen and it can be so freaking easy (laughs) to wind up quitting on that thing, especially when it's new because of, you know, in my experience, because of two things, two reasons, right? Number one, we don't have the time. And number two, it's actually harder than we thought it would be. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right? And again, in 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 my experience, these are two major reasons why I have ended up throwing in the towel after I commit to something after, you know, initially wanting to commit to it. I don't even know if that makes sense, but hopefully you're picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> right? Those are two of the reasons why I've quit on things in the past, even though the thing that I've quit on is aligned, is something that I want to do, right? I have committed to many a thing <laughs> and then quit because because making time for it was difficult, right? Or the task itself was way more difficult than I had planned, right? So I want to share a couple of examples from my life. And, you know, maybe you will connect to the exact thing that I'm talking about, or maybe you won't, but maybe you'll connect to the emotion behind my story. 
So if you are a OG listener of the podcast, you probably remember <laughs> um, if you go way back to the very, um, very beginning of the podcast, like episodes like five, six, seven, somewhere in there, um, I was very much so talking a lot about um, my novel, the contemporary romance I was writing, the trope I was using was enemies to lovers, and I was so committed and so excited um, about this project a couple of years ago, right? But eventually... I put the project on the back burner. I put a big pause on it because I actually felt more called to write my very first book, Guide to Journaling. Um, And in that season, that was the right choice. That was absolutely the right choice for me, right? But I haven't been back (laughs) to the novel yet because I felt so stuck with the pacing of that story. Like, I'm not even kidding. I have about 70,000 words, 70,000 words written on that project And, like, the story is still stuck within the first week (laughs) of of the story. And the story takes place over, like, four or five months. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, how can I have 70,000 words and I'm still in the first week? This is ridiculous. So I was feeling very, very stuck, right? If you are a writer, um, you probably connect to that, (laughs) right? But... It was just, bottom line here is that it, it was just so much harder to write that particular story than I thought that it would be, right? And then, you know, going forward with life, I just didn't have the bandwidth to commit to the story, so I quit, right? I quit the story, um, and I haven't been back to that novel um, since, right? And it's been a couple of years. And there's a part of me that feels bad to admit (laughs) that I had this really firm and important commitment to that novel, to being a novelist, to having a very like, you know, expansive, rich writing career that I ended up quitting, right? Like there's a huge part of me that feels really bad about that. (laughs) Um, But at the same time, I also think that it's really relatable and it's really important to tell stories like this to be just like ridiculously transparent of like, yeah, I had this goal. I made a commitment to it and it's still very important to me, but I did end up quitting. I did end up throwing in the towel because there's no way that I'm the only ambitious woman to quit on something that is important to her, right? Because we all have busy lives. We have lots of stuff going on and it can be so easy to get knocked off track, right? It can be so easy to get knocked off track. And I think it can then be even easier to shame ourselves um, for getting off track, right? And then it makes recommitting to whatever it is that we want to do. For me, it's working on that novel. Maybe for you, it's the workout program. It's the morning routine. It's the therapy. It's, you know, whatever it is, right? It makes it so much more difficult to recommit to that thing that we know in our bones (laughs) that we're meant to do, right? Um, it makes it so much more difficult to commit to it or to, to, excuse me, to, to recommit to it because number one, we're carrying that shame with us and we're making our quitting mean something that it doesn't, right? So we're like, oh my gosh, well, clearly I have the identity of a quitter. I'm a quitter. I don't honor my commitments. I'm not a woman of my word or whatever else we might be telling ourselves, right? We make getting knocked off track mean something that it doesn't mean. And that comes with so much shame (laughs) that can keep us stuck, right? And number two, we also then have ample evidence that the thing that we committed to last time didn't work out, right? Because we threw in the towel, we quit, right? So for example, um, you know, we have the, the evidence, right, that we were committed to therapy or the morning routine or the 
um, the workout program for two weeks and then we fell off, right? So then in other words, we don't have the evidence that we can see that the thing we're working on, you know, um, we, we don't have the evidence that we can see it through, right? <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. Um, And so then both of these things, right, the shame and then the lack of evidence, it makes it really freaking difficult then to recommit to the thing that we both know that we want to do, right? We, We get into our heads and then that creates stories that do not serve us about how we're a quitter or how everybody else can do it, but we can't do it, right? Or that we're pathetic because we let life get in the way, like whatever, right? (laughs) Whatever crappy BS story that we're telling ourselves, all these things make the empowering decision to recommit to that goal even harder. And I don't know about you, but for me in the past, when I have recommitted to something, I thought it was enough to just simply like dig my heels in and try even harder this go around. Like, like, it's as though sheer willpower with a capital W, like, like more willpower, like, let's go, right? We think that that's going to be enough to see me through or to see us through to the end of the goal that we're committing to, right? But guess what? It's not enough. That is not enough. Willpower and just deciding that we're going to give it another go ahead isn't going to create the result or the outcome that we want because we're just going to try harder to do the exact same actions <laughs> that didn't work for us last time, right? So the question is, what can we do? How can we go about making our recommitment to the thing we really want to do different this time? And first, I want to say that I think we absolutely need to take inventory on how we're using our time in our schedules, right? And make the time. Second, I think that we need to think about the manageability of the goal and really breaking it down into bite-sized pieces because I don't know <laughs> about you, but as a fellow ambitious woman, woman, I bet you also bite off way too much than you can chew just like me, <laughs> right? So we really got to make it manageable. But I don't want to focus on time or manageability today. Um, what I will do though is I will link another episode below um, where I do get into those things. So you can go listen to those if you would like to. But today what I want to focus on in terms of recommitting to a goal or a dream is the actions that we take to accomplish the goal. And if we really think about it, this makes sense, right? This makes perfect sense because nothing changes unless we change it. So if we are going to recommit to something, then we can't carry out the same mindset and the same actions that we did the time before. What we can do and what I'm honestly doing in real time that I'm really freaking excited excited about is deciding that things are going to be different this time because the actions I'm choosing to take to get the result that I want are different. So like I said earlier, I ended up pausing my novel <laughs> and then honestly throwing in the towel on it because the pacing was so horrifically off. But I'm now in a place where I really want to recommit to a novel project because if I'm, because if I'm being 100% honest, you know, as I always am with you, <laughs> writing a novel and publishing it has been a dream that I've had ever since I was a little kid. Like, if you ask me right here and now, what is the thing that I want to do before I leave this earth? It is truly <laughs> that I want to write and publish a novel, hands down. 
If you're an ambitious woman like me, you are ruthlessly committed to your own personal growth. So you're listening to podcasts like this one, The Power Within Her, and you are reading books about perfectionism or people-pleasing or imposter syndrome or finding your purpose in this one life that we get or whatever else it is that you're working on, right? Which is absolutely necessary to empower ourselves so that we can build lives that make us want to dance in the grocery store aisles kind of happy. But... At the same time, in this world that we live in where we are consuming so much awesome content, it can be difficult to remember everything, right? Which is where journaling can come in as an incredible tool. Not only can journaling help us remember the golden nuggets that we're taking from personal growth podcasts and books, it can also help us to get even more out of the content that we're consuming, My first book, Guide to Journaling, which I will link below for you in the show notes, has an entire chapter that's dedicated to walking you through several different journaling methods that are so easy and so simple and so not (laughs) time-consuming that you can use to not only remember the juicy content that you consume, but to also apply it and to tailor it to your life. So if you're like me and you're looking to use the content that you consume to change your mindset, to change your habits and your entire life, I would highly recommend checking out my book on journaling. It is an invaluable tool that'll be a game changer in your personal growth journey. So if you're interested, you can check out the link in the show notes, or if you're not quite sure yet if journaling is your thing, I totally feel you. I have linked a couple of episodes of this podcast that you can check out to see if Guide to Journaling is your jam. So without further ado, let's get back to today's episode. And because I am that passionate (laughs) about wanting to write a novel, I was like, you know what, Megan, like get off your butt. (laughs) You need to recommit to this, right? If I, if I want to write a novel that badly, then I, you know, there's no day like recommitting like the present, right? So the other day I was like, yes, I am recommitting to writing a novel. We are doing this, right? And, you know, I did have to work through the shame and the evidence in the past (laughs) that, um, you know, it is indicative of the fact that I have failed at writing a novel, right? But I'm like, you know what? We're going to just like shove that stuff to the side. We're going to work through it <laughs> and we are recommitting to this, right? And so the other day I started like as as of the time of recording this like two, three days ago and when I started writing again, something interesting happened, something really interesting. So I started like I usually start writing novels, right? I got this idea and then I immediately started writing. I I immediately started putting words onto a Word document, writing the first chapter, right? And within a couple of days (laughs) of doing that and starting how I typically start, I noticed that I was starting to fall back into patterns and a mindset that is exactly the, the, the same patterns and mindset that knocked me off track last time. So I noticed that I was already within the first, you know, six pages <laughs> of the book, I was already worrying that it wasn't good enough. I was scared that it was going to be boring. I was obsessed <laughs> with ensuring that the first chapter was perfect before moving on to other chapters, right? I was also already starting to revise what I wrote. I was already starting to ask for feedback, <laughs> like all of these things I was I was doing that absolutely knocked me off track last time and led to me ultimately abandoning the the project, right? And I, I was like, wow, I committed two days ago and I'm already thinking of quitting. Like what in the heck is happening right now? Right. And I it was it was exciting this time because I caught it so early and I and I realized it wasn't, 
you know, it's not me. And, you know, the, the fact that I'm just like, oh, Megan, you're not meant to write a novel. It wasn't that. It was my habits. It was my mindset. It was what I was doing. It was how I was doing it, right? And I'm like, we are not. We are not doing this this time. Like, I am not getting knocked off track. This is something I want to do. It's something I know that I was put on this earth to do, to tell stories, to write books. And this is not happening. Like, I am not getting knocked off track again, right? I also really have this great desire to enjoy the process of writing a novel because in the past I have sucked the joy out of it, <laughs> right? Hello, uh, Enneagram One. <laughs> and I just, I really, this time I want to be excited in the pursuit. I want to finish the damn thing because I love stories and I want to do for someone else that, you know, stories did for me when I was a kid, even now as an adult, when, when a book is great, it can make me feel seen it can make me feel heard and understood and entertaining and it just it stays with me for a lifetime a great freaking book stays with me for a lifetime and I just I just enjoy the heck out of it right and I want to do that for someone else right I want my words and my story to make a difference in somebody else's life I truly believe that I was put on this earth to tell stories I am a storyteller right and I want to do that in multiple ways, right? And writing a novel <laughs> is definitely one of them, right? And within the first couple of days of, of committing, recommitting to writing my novel, I could already start to feel that reality, that goal, you know, starting to slip away because, again, once again, because of my mindset and my actions, which were the exact same as they were the last time I failed at writing a novel, right? And in a way, like, it makes sense, right? It makes sense because as humans, we are creatures of habit and we only know what we only know, right? So in re again, in real time, like two days ago, <laughs> I realized that when we as ambitious women recommit to something, whatever that something is, right? We have got to act differently if we want a different result or we want a different outcome. So if I'm going to finish this novel, then I have got to approach it differently. I've got to get out of my comfort zone and I cannot take the same actions or have the same mindset that I did before because it just isn't working, right? It's not working. It's not serving me. And that's exactly why I haven't been able to complete a novel ever before because I always approach it the same way, right? So I was like, okay, this is awesome. I decided to not make this mean anything about me and the fact that I wasn't capable or I'm not meant to write a novel, any of that stuff, right? I didn't go to that what was me place. Instead, I was like, okay, I'm noticing all of this stuff, right? Like I'm so recommitted to doing this that instead of going to a what was me place, I just decided to pause. I paused and I came up with a couple of questions to ask myself that were really, really powerful. And I think they could be really, really powerful for you as well, especially if you are in a season of recommitting to a goal. So number one, what did you do last time? So for me, <laughs> I whenever I sit down to write a novel, I just start, right? I just start. I don't really have an outline. I don't really do any extended brainstorming. I just kind of start writing and I tended to fall into this habit of revising as I went and I asked for feedback very early on. So that's the that's the baseline. That's what I did last time, right? So after I figured that out, I asked myself the second question. So number two, why didn't it work? So why why did why didn't what I did last time work? <laughs> there we go. So I thought about the things I did last time, just starting, no outline, no extended extended brainstorming, revising as I went, getting feedback, right? Why did those things not work? 
And it's because I asked for feedback way too soon. (laughs) You know, there's no reason from a writing standpoint to ask for feedback on a crappy first draft, right? Borrowing Anne Lamott's wonderful drafting strategy, shitty first drafts. Like there's no reason that you should ask for feedback on a shitty first draft because it's just for you. You're figuring things out, right? It also didn't work um, for me because I really didn't have any direction. I was kind of, I was creating everything as I went chapter by chapter and I would frequently change my mind, (laughs) right? Where I would write an entire thing and I was like, oh, but maybe they should do this instead. Okay, okay. And then I would like rewrite it. So not really having a direction wasn't working for me. Um, And honestly, just jumping in without enough of a warm up, like without that extended brainstorm, um, really just wasn't working for me because I didn't really know my characters. I didn't really have a sense of what the story was about. I started under one premise and it ended up somewhere different, but I didn't really like where it ended up. And so it was just kind of like all over the place, right? And that's how you get 70,000 words <laughs> and still are within the first week of the story, right? So it just wasn't working for me, not, not, or, um, yeah, not having a direction and just kind of jumping in without an extended brainstorm and just asking for feedback way too soon. Those are a ton of things that I identified as to why I failed, um, in terms of writing my book last time, right? And then number three, which you probably have guessed already, is my favorite question because it's all about solutions, right? So question number three, what can you do differently this time? And for me, it meant, you know, taking a step back and just honestly taking my time, (laughs) taking time to imagine, not demanding answers, you know, for for myself and my story, just kind of letting it unfold. It also meant reading books on craft, right? I, I realized I had a conversation with my husband the other day. I was like, I don't think I've ever really been intentional with my fiction in a way that I'm intentional with my nonfiction. Um, you know, and I was like, man, I really want to work on that, right? So these are just a couple of things that I've already started to implement as I've recommitted to my goal of writing a novel, reading books on craft, taking my time, and really letting my imagination just run wild, right? And having a different mindset of like, let's just take our time, you know, like let's, let's, honor and respect creativity and just let it bloom and let it flow is such a different freeing cool headspace and mindset to be in you know and it's really made me enjoy the process even though I'm just starting (laughs) I can already feel different right I can feel different and it matters so I would encourage you to ask yourself these questions, right? If you have made a commitment in the past and you've failed at it, you've gotten knocked off track for whatever reason, it doesn't matter, ask yourself these questions so that you can recommit in a way that feels good and is going to help you to see yourself through to the end, right? To see yourself through the goal. So what did you do last time? Why didn't it work out? What can you do differently this time? And of course, <laughs> it might be difficult to recommit to our health or our school schooling or our business or writing or therapy or whatever it is, right? But it's worth it. And it's worth taking the time to work through these questions because what's on the other side of, you know, what's on the other side <laughs> is is the product of our wildest dreams, right? So for me, that that means having this rich and wonderful writing career and making an impact with my words and my ability as a storyteller, right? 
Or for you, it might be living a life without heart disease or diabetes or having excellent mental health as you run your business or having a morning routine that makes you a better mom. Like whatever it is, it might be difficult to make a reality, but it's so worth it, right? It's so worth it. And of course, I don't technically have proof that it's worth it because I'm still on the one side, I'm trying to get to the other side of completing my goal of writing a novel, right? But I just know because of how much I freaking care about this goal and this project and creating stories um, that make an impact on on readers, right? I just know that it's going to be worth it. And when I'm on that other side, having my champagne moment and just feeling freaking prouder than ever, (laughs) I know that I'm going to look back at the version I am now and be so grateful that she did the difficult work to figure out how to recommit and see it through, right? So to tie up our conversation today with a nice neat little bow, I want to share a quote with you from Albert Einstein, actually, (laughs) where he says, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And I really feel like this quote is the perfect quote (laughs) to wrap up today's episode because if we have struggled to complete a goal or a dream in the past, it doesn't mean that we're a failure. It doesn't mean that we don't want it bad enough. It just means that something that we were doing, some action we were taking wasn't working and that we need a different set of actions and a different mindset to get us there. It's going to be different this time as we recommit because this time we're going to act differently, right? And that is what is going to get us to the other side, right? Oh my gosh, my friend, thank you so much for being here with me today. I love you. I believe in you. And even more so, I hope that you believe in yourself. I hope you have a great rest of your day. If you feel so inclined, hit me up on Instagram. You can find me at Marie and slide into my DMs. Let me know what you are going to recommit to and we can hold each other accountable. Again, thank you so much for being here. I love you and we will chat again soon. 